we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are the old world, picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday! Yes, it's Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hey. How y'all feel out there? Oh, man. Uh, well, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. It's disgusting here. Yeah, disgusting nasty. here. And, uh, we could be playing McConan today, as we pointed out last we week. We definitely got to play McConan today. Mm-hmm. Give McConan some love today. Show McConan some uh, positive mm-hmm. energy, love, and light. But it's disgusting outside, at least here in uh, the tri-state area. Yeah. Well, I, it was. It stopped raining. It was a downpour. Still disgusting, though. The last night I heard a bang Flooding. that was so loud. Oh, that was that thunder. Yeah, that thunder was so damn loud. It didn't even sound like thunder. It sounded like the world was over. 
I don't know about all that. Yes, it was. It was loud. When the world is over, we're going to know. Because what's going to happen is Wu-Tang Clan Triumph beat going to start playing. And a big-ass Nike sandal. It'll probably be a Yeezy slide at this point. A big-ass Yeezy slide going to come out the sky. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then that's when you go. That's when you know. That, that's when you sleep good, too. Last night with the rain coming down. Well, this morning with the rain coming down. I was like, man, this feels so good to be in bed. Yeah, I didn't sleep that well then last night. I had to get night. up. Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't sleep that well last but night. But you know what? Unfortunate news, and I know we're going to start with that this morning in front page news, but rest in peace to PNB Rock. Absolutely. And our condolences to his family, his mm-hmm. friends, his children, and everybody will give you what details we do know. So sad to see that happen. And that's exactly why I didn't sleep well last night. Because mm-hmm. as a black man in this country, that's one of the biggest... Uh, points of my anxiety because every time you see something like that happen to another brother you easily say to yourself that could that could be you no with, with no question that could absolutely positively uh be you so yes yeah. rest in peace to that brother sending him up sending his family healing healing energy for sure yeah and like you said it's it's you know it's it's scary because you know how the streets are right now and you know what's going on mm-hmm. in the world right now so you try to be extra careful you try to make sure that nobody comes and, and comes to your crib or robs you or you you, you, you know you it makes you worried about your your mother your father your sister your brother your your daughters your son when they're out and about and it's very scary and, and like Charlamagne said I don't sleep as well as I should anymore because it's you're always on on edge that's right you know um but you know rest in peace to that brother and we'll talk more about it in front page news and and and, and, and hopefully you know <sighs> when we have these conversations we could talk about you know, the actual issue and not the topic. Because this is just the latest trending topic, right? PNB Rock, you know, uh, gunned down. But the actual issue is uh, the gun violence in our country. The actual issue is, violence, you know, yeah. the poverty. You know, the actual issue is, you know, these people don't have opportunity. So being that they don't have opportunity, they want to, you know, take what's yours. So it's a lot of yeah. actual issues, they, socioeconomic yeah. factors that contribute to these things happening as opposed to just saying, um, oh, yeah, you know, he, he, he got killed because somebody posted X, Y, and Z location. Nah. That's just the current topic. Yeah, Let's talk I, about the issue. And I hate that. And, and, and I hate making excuses, man. That brother, he came from Philly. He worked hard. He, he had a, a rap career that did exceptionally well and, and was doing great. And he came out of the mud. He did the things that we're supposed to do, right? Come out of the hood, bring people with us, give people jobs and opportunities. And somebody robbed him. Well... Once again, there's a, there's, there's and, a whole, there's I, and I don't want to make an excuse. Oh, it was because of this, it was because of that. No, that brother worked hard. He shouldn't have got robbed. He should absolutely. Have been able to do but what we he can't. No, no, no. But we can't sit here and act like there's not a lot of socioeconomic factors that lead to this. Uh, lead to this. Still kind not of stuff. an excuse to rob and kill somebody. Sure, but you still got to you got to move accordingly as well too, though. But well, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get you know, into we it. Got, we got to stop doing that. We, we got to stop making excuses for ourselves. Nah, but because we want to move out, we want to yeah, move acting I, like we don't know this, what, what the lay of the land is. I say that, but it it, it still doesn't make an excuse for somebody. Not, to get it's robbed. not. It's not an excuse. But nah, you, you, know, you got to have an understanding. People to prevent the these things is, from happening. That's the first thing people say. Oh well, they sh- he shouldn't have put his location, or he shouldn't have wore his jewelry, or he shouldn't have that that. That's an excuse. That's that not man, an excuse. That man did what was right. Some somebody. That's not an excuse. Somebody was was wanted to take his ish and shot him and killed him over his jewelry. That's not an excuse. That's foul. That is def- it's absolutely That's positively foul. foul. But, you know, you have to have a proper understanding of it all to prevent these things from happening. Well, let's get into his record. This is uh, PNB Rock. This is Selfish. We got front page news now. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. 
State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
next. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. That was PNB Rock with Selfish. Let's get in some front page news. We'll do sports later. Let's let's go, Yee. All right, well, really unfortunate story. PNB Rock was killed at Roscoe's and he was getting robbed. Yesterday, according to the L.A. Times, who reported the news, and the LAPD also confirmed that news. And uh, here is uh, Los Angeles P- Police Captain Kelly Munez talking about what happened. The victim was sitting at a table eating with a female witness when he was approached by the suspect. The suspect then brandished a firearm and demanded his property. Um, we don't have the audio as to what the exact verbal exchange was at that time. The suspect then fired multiple rounds and then appears to remove some property. To what extent, we don't know at this time. <sighs> All right. So apparently this happened in the middle of the day, too, by the way. They first got the call at 1.23 1 yeah. p.m. Mm-hmm. And there was a graphic footage online. People were saying it was too graphic to post. We saw a picture. There was... Blood on the floor. They said he was pronounced dead at a hospital at 1.59 p.m. At first they said that they didn't know what was going to happen. He was fighting for his life. Mm. But then unfortunately Mm -hmm. he was pronounced dead. Here is uh, the Los Angeles Police Captain Kelly Munez again talking about the incident. Sorry to say that the victim has been pronounced deceased at 13.159 hours today. Um, South Bureau Homicide is working this case as are many other detectives. All right. He was with his girlfriend at the time. They share a two-year-old daughter together, and she had reportedly posted and deleted that they were eating at Roscoe's on her Instagram. She had also just gotten her Instagram page back. She recently posted, I missed you guys. Sorry, I've been MIA. Had to cleanse my spirit and my energy until I was pure. And she said that, um, you know, her baby daddy deleted her Instagram and wouldn't give her the password, but she is back. And so she had just gotten her access to her ID password back the day before. Now, we don't know. You know, previously he had said that he had gotten tried in L.A., so I'm sure people saw that he was there. Whoever else was in the restaurant, Roscoe's is a very popular restaurant. And so, again, our condolences to his girlfriend, to his children, his family, all of that. And I hate the fact that they keep saying that his girlfriend put the location, and that was probably the, We don't know. I mean, people see you. You're at Roscoe's. It could have been anybody made a call. They were watching him. Somebody made a call. If they were following him, or if it was just one of those things, maybe they were just going to Roscoe's and seeing him. It was like, oh, we can get this. So. I, I hate that they even put it on on, on that young lady. Yeah, I'm sure good. she is struggling and suffering right now and feeling it yeah. all. So we're giving her some love, too. That's people who want to talk about the topic instead of the, the actual issue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a number of issues, actual issues that we could be addressing because we keep seeing this cycle over and over and over and over again because of the issues. But that's just the latest you know, topic. Oh, you know, PNB Rock got killed. His girlfriend posted the location. That is, that's a non-starter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that shouldn't even be the topic of discussion. It should, we should be talking about the actual issue, not topics. All right. Well, let's get it off your get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Kareem from Brooklyn. Hey, Kareem, good morning. Get it off your chest, brother. I just want to say uh, I didn't sleep well. Uh, I went, I, 
Mm-hmm. Um, that PNB Rock situation, uh, it, it really, it really hurts me. It feels like that you can't be black with money. And see, it's still easy to say that oh, because everybody from the hood. Well, I'm from the hood. We all from the hood. We got to do something to get out the hood, right? We got to get a job. We got to do whatever we want. So we get jewelry, and and we reward ourselves for for making it out. And it's basically like oh, these people can rob us because they still in poverty, and that's not fair. That's not fair. We can we can keep sitting around talking about what's not fair. We can deal with the realities of the situation. I don't think it's fair. I got to pay fifty percent in taxes every year. But I understand that if I don't, there's consequences and repercussions to it. But that's the law. You know what I mean? The law is you have to pay taxes. The law is you can't walk around wearing nice things. The law is not you know what you else is the law? Around. You know what the first law in nature is? Self preservation. That is true. <laughs> you know but, what I mean? But, but so I'm not putting so- myself in no situation right. to where, you know, somebody can take my head off because of of, of, of what I have. But just because some, somebody has something better than you doesn't give you the right to take it and we keep we taking can, it. Andy, we can keep saying that, but we know what the reality of the situation is. You're talking about what you hope things to be, but we got to deal with how things are. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Ernest. Um, thanks for um, connecting with me. I try to connect with you guys all, all, all the time, but um, on, I just want to give my opinion. In regards to the um, PNB Rock thing, Charlamagne, I definitely agree with you in regards to dealing with the root cause of everything. Um, as a black man who grew up in poverty and still going my way out of it, I feel as though it's definitely easy to look out the outside world, and um, especially when it comes to our hip hop artists and so forth, because it's just like these chains and the clothes and the cars, all these things are so glorified and um, that's the issue because people are looking at this and they're like, well, damn, I want to get this. At the same time, there's so many black people in the, in, in, in the poor communities trying to claw their ways out. And we know that the system is set up against us. That's right. But it's almost as if like when people from our communities get on, it's like they just forget about us. Like, and then on top of that, like, we're the ones who still support you, who's still going to go stream your music, who's still going to show up at the club, looking to, looking to support. But at the same time, it's just like every time I turn around, it's like someone got a new chain, someone's flexing a new car. This is crazy. And it's just like, well, damn, you was, you was just traveling the world. When you going to buy that damn car? <laughs> I mean, but, you but, but if a person works hard, home, if a person works hard, he should be able like, to buy what he wants to buy. If a person works hard, he should buy what car he wants and not and not you feel away. He should be able to buy and a house I that totally, he wants, the house and not you feel away. And you talk about what people do for the hood. There's so many artists that give back to the hood and do so many different things for the hood. And we can count num- numerous artists. I, I can look at the, uh, right now, we can go from Little Dirk and what he does back for Chicago. We can go from Meek Mill and what he does from Philly, we go from Jay Z for what he do, what he does from Brooklyn. But just because somebody buys a house, that doesn't necessarily mean he's flexing on you and trying to make you upset. He's buying it because he can afford it and he wants it. That's the mentality we have to change. He ain't trying to flex on you because he bought a new car. He ain't trying to flex on you because he bought a new chain. He bought it because he likes it. Yeah, and the person robbed you because they feel like they need it. They feel like they want it. They feel like they starving. They ribs is touching, and that don't make it right. But that's just the reality of the but situation. That's the mentality that we have to change. Not because I, I make a little money, I could buy something, and I'm how flexing about, on the hood. How, how about we change the mentality of you know if we're gonna wear you know this this jewelry and we're gonna drive these big ass expensive cars and we're gonna do it in the hood? How about pay for protection? How about pay for security? Not not these street dudes when you check in. Real live security. How about that? Because but my thing is if you're going wear it 
pay to protect it. A lot of artists can't afford it. A lot of people can't well, if you afford can't, it. Well, if you, can't, if you can't afford the protection to secure it, then maybe you really can't afford to wear it either. 24-hour security could cost you about a quarter million dollars. That ain't 24. If, you, if you're going out to eat somewhere for a couple hours, higher arm security. I'm, you can afford that if you can afford a, a $250,000 chain. I don't necessarily think they can. Well, Eight, that's ridiculous. 585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On The Breakfast Club. Listen up. Well, last week, PNB Rock did an interview on Academics Podcast Off the Record, and Academics posted a week ago, PNB Rock talked about how someone tried him in L.A. and how he didn't know what was behind it, and here is that clip. L.A.'s always felt little spooky to me. Taking off Bro, somebody tried me on Fairfax, like, like mid-pandemic. TV with my family and they think I'm just out here lacking. But the majority of the times I got into some shit, it was like they just gave they drop up too fast. You feel me? So the second time I got into some shit, it was like I was just talking loud as shit, wanting me to hear their conversation. And it's like, I'm with my peoples. Like, I'm with my, my, my daughter and my girl. He like started talking to me on some gay shit. Like, I'm like, bro, do you know me? Like, you know me from somewhere? He like, yeah, I know who you is. Trying to get me to. Like, get into So I'm like, man, I flagged him off and I just walked out the store. For me, they got to the car and when they get to the car, that's when I let niggas know, like, I'm not on that. You feel me? All right, so rest in peace. A lot of people posted. Meek Mill said, Ish burn my soul bad today. Quavo said, RIP. PNB Rock sending prayers to his family. Juicy J posted, Damn, man, this is so sad. Uh, Sci High said, We are cursed as a race and culture. SMH. R.I.P. P.N.B. Rock. He was a super cool guy. Chica said P.N.B. Rock was one of the first people I met out here. I remember being tucked away at a shoot feeling out of place and he went to the director and told them to make sure to prioritize me the same way. He was gentle and kind with me. A newcomer and stranger. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, sending positive energy to the family of that brother mm -hmm. P.N.B. Rock. And I, I really wish at times like this we could discuss the, the actual issue of what we are doing to each other and our communities. And why? Because the issues to me are gun violence and the issues to me are lack of opportunity and income, lack of employment, lack of love for your fellow man, mental health issues, drug use. Discussing his girl, you know, posting his location, that's, that's a topic, not the actual issue, because the people who did that to him would do that regardless of who posted what. Absolutely. Not to mention, you think people in that Roscoe's couldn't have lined him up? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you... Why do, why in do a very it, why? public place. So yes. Ed, Ed, people knew... I'm sure that he was there. And if they were looking for him, like he said, someone could have made a call. We don't know what the reason is behind it. And so. let's not forget, he was sitting down eating. So it was, it, it, they had time. It wasn't mm -hmm. like he was taking it on the go. They were sitting down eating. All right. Jadakiss, Cameron, and Mace have announced a three-headed monster tour. And so that news came last week. Jadakiss announced it on his Instagram on the road again. And he said, it's coming to a city near you. Tickets go on sale uh, actually today at 10 a.m. So you guys can get those uh, at threeheadedmonstertour.com. That's dope. All right. Netflix reportedly wants to move away from that binge model release that they have right now. I've been saying And do more week-to-week -week releases. So they said with all these different streaming services, it's definitely impacted Netflix in recent years. And so certain things have really helped them, like Stranger Things, which is one of their biggest shows. 
but um, or the gray man. But they're saying that there's a lot of pressure to perform with these originals, and it's more difficult with Disney Plus, HBO Max, Prime Video, Hulu, Apple TV Plus, Peacock, and more people are ramping up their original programming. So now they're talking about doing something more conventional to change to adapt to stay ahead of the game. I've been saying this because all those other platforms that put out shows weekly, let's say you're HBO, right? Mm-hmm. All you got to do is do like three original shows a year, maybe four, because it's only 52 weeks in a year. So if you put out a, a season of a show that's got 10 episodes, that's 10 weeks right there. But when you Netflix, you put out a show in a weekend. Once people watch it that weekend or that week, it's over. Right. So now you got to keep creating this new this, content, this new all, content the yeah, all the time. Hype, yeah. you, you can't keep up. Well, Netflix does currently use weekly episode drops for some of their reality competition shows. So they do that already now, but it might be at some point used for their biggest originals to keep people engaged over a longer period of time. I'd rather do three great shows a year that got, you know, 10 episodes that I can p- put one out each week. That's 30. That's 30 weeks as opposed to trying to do seven are eight big, powerful shows to, to, for people yeah. to binge in a weekend. But that's part of the reason why people like Netflix, because they could binge. And that's part of the reason why Netflix is in the red. Because <laughs> <laughs> they got to keep trying right, to make this content. content. Yeah, because that was the reason why you like Netflix. You ain't have to wait week by week. You just see everything at once. It was you see a, a couple it, shows at a, you know, at a time. It was a great model when it started, but it's, it's not sustainable long term. You got to pivot. You got to pivot. All right, now Chris Rock is the person who verifies Sherry Shepard for this dating site called Raya. Sherry Shepard was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and she talks about getting on this dating app. Chris Rock did verify my account because you need somebody not to verify Raya, your honey. Yes, on Raya. Do I need to get on Raya? Raya? It's a little bit of a playground. You put your picture up there? Of course. Yes, you have to put your picture up there. You have to put your picture up there. But it's directors and, and hosts and yeah. rich people. And, and then a lot okay. of people who say they're directors and, of, yeah. and photographers oh, and stuff. Yeah. I just got on Raya myself. Oh, did you really? I just did. John Mayer verified me. Ooh, you, yes. There you go. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm enjoying my life right now. I'm enjoying dating. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm taking applications. Well, Chris Rock will verify you, too. He will. Yeah. Well, Chris, holler at your girl when you say it. Holler at me. What the hell is right? It's not like a street it's fighter. It's a dating character. app, but they call it the Illuminati Tinder. So mm. basically, you have to get vetted. As you see, you have to get a referral. So Chris Rock verifies Sherry Shepard, and you have to do all of those things in order to be able to join. To join, and that, so it's a lot of like famous people, rich people. That's that's all great. But can we drop a bomb for Sherry Shepard? Didn't her show start yesterday? Yes, it did. Yeah, shout out to Sherry Shepard and her show. Congratulations, to Sherry Shepard. Yay. I'm I, so glad I'm married. I could not imagine being on no goddamn. Illuminati tender at fifty something years old looking Wait, for love. You'd be on grinder. Man, shut up. <laughs> All right, an well. Illuminati grinder. <laughs> Clearly, you know what it, what it is. <laughs> I don't know. All <laughs> right. Well, Christ. that is your rumor reports. All right. We got front page news next. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about this um, undercover sexting that happened in Florida. A hundred and sixty people arrested. All right. We'll get to that. Should have been on grinder or whatever. That, what do you call it? Ryu. Raya. <laughs> Ryu. Can what's that? Whatever. That was that was Street Fighter. But mm-hmm. it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Galaxy Z Fold 4 is here to change the way you get things done. Now you can browse social media while tuning into a video call. And with the expansive foldable screen, you can use up to three apps at the same time. Visit Samsung.com today to order your Galaxy Z Fold 4. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
All right, now last night in Monday Night Football, the Seahawks, which my daughter is really impressed with their costumes, she said. She was like, their costumes, costumes are pretty nice. That's what she said. She was like, their costumes are pretty nice, Dad. I'm like, well, their uniforms, but. That green? Yeah, the green. She liked the green. All right, but the Seahawks beat the Broncos last night 17-16. to That was uh, Russell Wilson coming back to Seattle. He got some boos, but they did lose. I didn't even know Geno Smith was the quarterback for the, uh, for the uh, Seahawks. That's wild that Seattle uh, booed Russell Wilson. I expect that from Philadelphia Eagles fans. I mean, you know, they're just dis- disrespectful. But why would they boo Russell Wilson? That man didn't do nothing but win y'all the Super Bowl. Exactly. Take y'all to the Super Bowl a couple of times. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. What else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, Polk County deputies and assisting agencies did arrest 160 people. It was a week-long undercover human trafficking operation. It was called Operation Fall Hall 2. The people arrested included 26 married men, 15 people from outside Florida, a Disney employee, a math teacher, a track coach, a deputy chief from a Georgia police department, uh, and their ages ranged from 19 to 64. So it was an undercover operation. And... Uh, they said that one of the people arrested on charges of soliciting a prostitute was a 49-year-old uh, Jason DePrima of Kingston, Georgia. He was a deputy chief of administration for the Cartersville Police Department in Georgia. They said he embarrassed himself, his organization, and his family. One of the goals was to arrest the Johns or the pimps who take advantage of people who are trapped in the world of sex for hire. Now, they did also get two trafficking victims and another five possible victims who were identified, taken into custody, but they were offered services by the social services organizations at the operation. They said follow-up will be conducted with those who are suspected to be sex trafficked or exploited. Question, what about the actual prostitutes? Yeah, I just said they just uh, took two trafficking victims and another five possible victims, and they were Oh, so it's trafficking. So it's not prostitutes. What is it? A lot of people who are prostitutes were sex Uh trafficked. So a lot of times people get coerced into that or Mm -hmm. taken advantage of. They're vulnerable. We've seen people get snatched off of the street, kidnapped, um, you know, so... That's what that is. Mm. And so those people were offered uh, services by social services organizations at the operation. Got you. So you got to get the, like you said, the pimps. Mm-hmm. You get the Johns. You, you get, get them, the people yes. who are soliciting. Now, did, did they say the police officer actually used the, the unmarked car to get there? Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. I don't know what he used to get there. But I know that w- uh, one person was an independent photographer who was often contracted by Disney. And he arrived at the agreed-upon location. He bought a bag of sour Skittles for the person he thought was a prostitute, but he was mistaken. What the hell? When he showed up, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So, you know, detectives also did seize cocaine, heroin, meth, MDMA, and marijuana from some of those who were arrested during the operation. Did anybody see that video of the guy who was uh, going to meet what he thought was an underage uh, 15-year-old? And when he showed up, it was the guy's brother, and he was, like, yelling at him. Inside of the store, I don't know what store. I didn't see that one. And then the guy was catch a predator several times. He was watching him, and then he went outside and was following him to his car, and the guy crashed his car. Why did he let the guy? Why would he let the guy go? I mean, he's not a. No, they actually ended up catching, but he was just following him like you were trying to solicit. And he was yelling at him in the store, and everybody Mm -hmm. was looking at him like you're sick, you're a pedophile, you tried to get a 15 year old to come here. Can you still make citizens arrest? They did actually hold him till the police came. Oh, okay. Once he crashed his car. You got to see this video. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Early, we were talking about the uh, the killing of PNB Rock. Mm. And we, we just want to take your phone calls. Uh, we, we I don't want to even say we had two different views because we just the way we look at it was it's pretty much the same denominator. We were just talking about PNB Rock and how things just have to change. 
Yeah, I think that we, you know, situations like this, we have to discuss how things are, mm-hmm. not how things should be. Because if you're operating from the perspective of how things should be, then these things will continue to happen, and you're setting yourself up for failure because we have to start moving and responding to these situations based on what we know to be true, not what we want to be true. Right, and I was just saying a lot of times we make excuses, meaning like, yes, P&B Rock, he works hard, he's... He's a successful artist and producer and writer, and he should be able to, you know, walk around with whatever he wants. And just because he's walking around whatever wherever he wants, with whatever he has, whatever he owns that he worked hard for, doesn't give anybody the right to take it from him. But you still have to be aware. See, what, what, once again, what you're talking about is, you know, what you want to be true. But mm-hmm. what we know to be true is you can't do that in certain environments, period. Like, that's just foolish. You're actually making yourself a target. I understand that. But that doesn't give anybody the right to take that man's life. Once again, you're talking about what you want to be true and not talking about what we know to be true. And if we keep having that conversation, we're going to keep this cycle going and we're going to keep setting ourselves up for failure. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's have this conversation. This morning, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Uh, now we're talking about first and foremost, rest in peace to P and B Rock. Uh, he was killed yesterday out in L.A. Uh, mm. They tried to rob him for his jewelry, or rob him for his jewelry, and wound up shooting him and killing him. And we were talking about how things have to change, right? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. By the way, it feels like we have this conversation every few months. Mm-hmm. Somebody that we know has, you know, gotten gunned down for nothing. You know, we have these conversations every time there's a senseless act of violence, which is every day. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and this is my problem. A lot of times when we hear things like that, people make excuses, right? They talk about everything, everything under the sun, right? Uh, whether, you know, the environment that's out there right now, the fact that, you know, we're in a recession, the fact that, you know, they say his girlfriend posted uh, that they were there. They talk about all those different things, and it always bothers me because I always feel like we don't talk about the fact that no matter what, we they took that man's life over a piece of jewelry. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, you got to send positive energy to the family of that brother, P. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. And, you know, yeah, like I said earlier, I wish at times like this we did discuss the actual issue of what we are doing to each other in our communities and, and why. You know, because the issues to me are gun violence. The issues to me are lack of opportunity and income, lack of employment, lack of love for your fellow man. You, some people got mental health issues. You got drug use. And you're right, discussing his girl, posting his location— that's a topic, not the actual issue, because the people who did that to him would do that regardless of who posted what. All right. Not to mention, you know, you think people in Roscoe's couldn't have had that brother, you know, lined up. That's and, and that's why when we have these conversations, situations like this, we got to discuss how things are and not how things should be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're operating from the perspective of how things should be, then these things will continue to happen and you're setting yourself up for failure because we got to start moving and responding to these situations based on what we know to be true, not what we want to be true. Yeah, we all, you would love to wear your jewelry and drive your cars anywhere you want to and pull up where you want to, but that's not the reality of life. Mm-hmm. You know you can't do that. And if you do, there's going to be consequences and repercussions. Right. But that shouldn't be the case, right? And And, you know, people talk about it's it's a matter of people want fast money a majority of the time, right? We we you talk about there's not jobs. Mm-hmm. Just a, a couple of months ago, Angelie reported that you know there was so many jobs and people didn't want to work. 
Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people want fast money. They they don't want the the grind of starting from working at fast food or the grind at working at Target or the grind at working at Walmart. When they see somebody walking around with a hundred thousand dollar chain, and to them it's like, oh, I could just take this chain right here. Yeah, and that's my, that's my year's salary. Yeah, it, but that's not the mentality that we need. Sometimes also these people that are doing these things aren't even necessarily people who are starving. You know, think about the people who you know who uh, rob people or set people up or do these scams. And they don't come from a bad family. They don't have, you know, those issues that we can assume that somebody who's like seeing that that person has more than me. You know, I'm starving out here. Sometimes that's not even the case. But I will say that, like, I look at myself. I live in Brooklyn still and I walk around. I do what I have to do. But I also am like, I don't have expensive jewelry. I've never really because I don't feel safe that way, you know, personally. So if somebody tries to do something to me, they're not. I don't really have anything yeah. for you to take. Well, see, I, I just want I just I just really want us to start dealing with these situations based on what we know to be true and not what we want to be true. Because what's true is there is no code. That's there there's mm-hmm. never been a code. Folks are ruthless and cutthroat and will kill you if you have something they want. It's just that simple. We got inflation through the roof right now, poverty through the roof. The gap between the haves and have-nots is greater than it's ever been. So you factor in that with lack of income, like I said, and lack of education, lack of community support, and then people just being plain evil. And you have a generation of people who don't know how to balance what they are seeing every day on social media versus what they are dealing with in real life. All of that is a recipe for disaster. Envy, you talk about people uh, not wanting to take the long route. Why would I want to take the long ride if I get on social media and I see people just holding up stacks of cash and everybody looking like they got rich because overnight? Why, right, do, why do I got to take the long ride? Because it's route? the right thing to do. Like, it is. It's the, like, yeah, like it's easy to rob. Well, I'm going to say it's easy to rob somebody, but yeah, that's the, the easy route to go rob somebody, get something. But that's the right thing to do. Work for what you got. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I tell the story in my book where, you know, I think it was like 10 years ago, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, 13 years. I think it was like 13 years ago. Somebody robbed me. All right. Robbed me in the city. Uh, and now this is another thing. The first thing when you get robbed is to fight back. That's what I did, right? I fought back and I chased the kid and I caught the kid that robbed me. The kid that robbed me actually won the lotto a week before. How much he did he won, win? I think it was like he won $80,000 the week before. But it was an opportunity that he felt. He seen me. Mm-hmm. He thought I was slipping and he robbed me. Mm-hmm. I chased him and, and, and I caught him. But the, the, the thing is, he, had a, a, he just had $80,000. There was no reason to. He didn't need the money. He wasn't a mess. He wanted up. more. He was driving an X5. Well, listen, you know what's so funny? You know, but that that's the problem. He did not want to work for it. But he you know, felt like this was the easy way and he was going to try to do it that you, way. You know what's interesting? What you said is absolutely true, right? But you're saying to yourself, why would he rob me if he just won $80,000 the week before? That's what people would say about brothers who be in the hood with all their jewelry on and those big cars. Mm-hmm. Why are you in the hood? With all his jewelry on and all of these big cars. You have no reason to be here. Same reason that guy had no reason to rob you, you had no reason to be there. I just want to know, why do we continue to put ourselves right. in harm's way? And if you do want to be in the hood, why aren't you with security? I, I get it, but, you know, driving through the hood is not illegal. I ain't say driving through you the know, hood. But robbing somebody at gunpoint and, and Absolutely. But you didn't answer the question. Why aren't you with security? Sometimes mm-hmm. artists look at that as also being, like, inspirational. Like, I remember when we opened the juice bar. And Bed-Stuy and 50 Cent came and, you know, obviously all of the locks were there. Jeezy was there. And how much it meant to the kids in the neighborhood to be able to see them. Like, you would never think you would see but them. But that's, that's a false equivalency, there. though, because you, you opened a business. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody opened a business in the hood. That's that, that's a big difference between just sitting in the hood with all your 
jewelry on in a big car for no reason. And 50 had like 20 people with him just in case. Yeah, you know I'm why? Because 50 is, But you know I am why? saying that, that sometimes it. artists look at it like, I don't want to never go back places. I want people to be able to see me and, you know, be inspirational. Because no. some people look at it as inspiration. You should go back. But if you go back, don't just go back for no reason. Don't go back just because you want to just sit up in the hood and have a meal. And if you are going to do that, where is your security? But you, and, and we're also the generation, not the generation, but we're all, we also have a culture where we like to, oh, I'm in the hood with all my jewelry on and no security. Right. That is nothing because to brag about. People want to feel like they're comfortable where they're from. But the problem is, you know, most people can't afford security. 24-hour security. If you can't afford to protect it, then you can't afford to wear it. And, and you know that. Like, you know, people, are, they'll get a check and they'll go get a, a piece of jewelry because they feel like they need that for their rap career, if, right? If, if you they'll can't afford to protect it, you can't afford like to wear it. they need it for their rap career. But you can't, uh, most people can't afford 24-hour security. Most of your favorite rappers can't afford 24-hour security. You don't have to be 24 hours, but those couple hours you sitting in that uh, place, you should have your security. This, if you can't afford to protect it, then you can't afford to wear it. And if you're going to be out like that in areas like that, hire the proper security. And I'm not talking about the homies. I'm talking about Israeli trained, former police officers, former military-style security. Okay, once again, if you can't afford to protect it, then you, you can't afford to wear it. Yeah, I get that. But also, the, you, you shouldn't feel like you have to rob your brother to take something. Man, Envy. Jealous of Once what again, they have. we gotta we have to start moving and responding to these situations based on what we know to be true, not it. what we want but, to be but, true. But, but these feelings and these <laughs> okay. cowards and these these boys, these guys feeling like boys because somebody has something better than me, I have to take it. It's a whack trait. And being like, in, that's and, a horrible and, trait. And, and being being in these environments with all your jewelry on and all of these big cars for no reason is a whack trait too. You should be able to drive wherever you want to drive. Right? You should be able to take wear your jewelry and do whatever you want to do the way you want to do as long as you work hard for. Right? No. Once again, you talk, you, you're discussing how things are. Not, you're, 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 you're discussing how things should be, not how they are. There's right. a difference. Well, when we come back, you we cannot, take your calls. You, no, but we, 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 we and, and unless we discuss how things actually are and not how they should be, we're not going to ever get anywhere with this, and we're going to keep repeating this cycle over and over. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's the breakfast. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This club, good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about PNB Rock. He was mm. killed yesterday for his jewelry. Mm, mm, uh, mm, and we're just talking about everything. Every Everything that goes into that. The, the mentality, the mind frame, just everything. And we got a lot of people on the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Dwayne from Milwaukee. Dwayne from Milwaukee. Dwayne. To us. Yeah, um... I wanted to talk about the PNB Rock situation. Like like Charlemagne said, um, we have to address the reality of how it is and not how we wish it to be. And the reality is, had that young lady not shared the location, he may still be here. But we don't even know we if that's know the that. reason. Yeah, we don't know you, if you that's know what I mean? the reason. But people assume it could have been, he, he was in the hood. It could have been somebody who yeah. worked there. I wouldn't blame somebody her. somebody that was there. It could have seen somebody no, that pulled them up. The reason, I'm sorry, the reason why I'm saying that is every time we share our location, we're putting ourselves in danger. You know, people can go to your house because they know you're not there. And unfortunately for this situation, people can go where you are. And that's just simply the reality of the thing nowadays. People are out there looking for you. The, 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 the reality is, it's not that not. she shared the location. The reality is he was in that location. That's the reality. The reality is he should he probably shouldn't have been in that location. No, it's no probably. He shouldn't have been in that location. It's not about her sharing it. Like, we got to stop that. That's I don't know why y'all keep blaming that girl. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Hello, who's this? Hello, this Isaiah Lee. Hey, good morning. What's your opinion, brother? Uh, my opinion is it's just stupid that people don't want to work. And, like, I don't know. People are just stupid. And I don't know, like, I'm from California, from L.A., and people are just crazy out there. I know why they do everything, you know? Like, when you've been around them, like, all your life, you know exactly why they do it. And it's just like politics and all that crap. <clears throat> I wouldn't just say it's California. It's, hap- it's happening everywhere. It's happening in New York. It's happening in Florida. It's happening yeah, in Chicago. Man. It's happening in. It's happening yeah. in everywhere. It's nasty out and, here. And it, it, it's just it's nasty out there. And you know, like I said, it's it's 
we got to move to a, a position where we, where you know, we can protect ourselves and make sure you know we're safe. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your oh, name? Oh, yo, my bad. Yo, y'all got that Jay Z player. Yo, I love how y'all just like yo, just just play a whole Jay Z verse. I love that. Um, I, I just noticed that yesterday. We don't even play Lil Wayne and Rick Ross verse. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just over. Yeah, it's Wayne, still four Wayne minutes long. Had a good verses too. They had, they had good verses too. But uh, yo, it's hope, baby. But um, so anyway, I want to talk with Charlamagne. Charlamagne. Yes, sir. All right. So Charlamagne, you want to talk about why you know, you know, Envy feels like we should be able to walk around, you know, with our chains off, but you know, you feel like oh, we can't because you know, in certain environments, we have to protect it. Ah, uh, uh. but you know, the reason why we have to do that. Why? Because of the tree. Okay. That's why. That 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 is why. And I feel like you be making excuses for tree a lot up, up here. You I, 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 I no. Blaming on the government. To blaming on white people. Oh, poor, oh, black poor people don't have this, so they gotta do this, that, and the third. Bro, these people want to do that. Whoever killed P and B Rock, he probably feel he got badge of honor or something. They yeah, but 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 why? But but but. On the street operate. But let me ask you a question, my brother. Are, are we talking about how things, you know, should be? Or are we talking about how things actually are? Oh, no. We're talking about exactly how things are. The, the oh, reason okay. why I, I got to protect myself when I'm walking around in the street at night is because of the tree. It's not black people. It's the, it's the N-word. But if we, but and, so we not, we not, we not debating nothing. Then you agree with me? I'm telling you, I'm, I'm sitting here telling you that situation. I'm telling you that situations like this, we got to discuss how things are, not how things should be. And as long as you, if, if, as long, saying, let's, all right. So let's address that problem. We already identified that. I'm saying let's address that problem. Listen, regardless of what you call it. You know what I mean? If I tell you that there's a lack of opportunity and income, a lack of employment, it's not a lack uh, of opportunity. There's no sense, bro. Bro, I live in New York City. There's plenty of opportunity. That's not that, 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 that's not true. Kid. I'm right here. That's not true. Angel Yee is a, a New York New York uh, ambassador for the New York City Library. She can tell you all the resources just in the library right now. Mm-hmm. If, you can get, if, if you're trying to find ways to help yourself out there, and you, no, you, you can't help nobody that don't want to help themselves. That is very true. But my brother, don't act like these these people in, in certain communities uh, suffer from a lack of education and suffer from a lack of knowledge. They don't have that information. Oh, not God. not saying that they can't God. go get God. it, but they don't have it. All right, bro. Thank you for calling. Like we, I don't, I don't know why we so quick to uh, blame ourselves for positions that. We were systemically put in. No, like I, we're acting, we're acting like black people were not systemically put in these positions. Like the lack of opportunity and income, the lack of education, the it. lack of employment wasn't systemically designed that way. But that doesn't give anybody the right to kill somebody over a chain. It doesn't give them the right, to, but you, it doesn't give them the right. But you can understand those are the ingredients for I a recipe I, for disaster. I can never understand somebody killing somebody over a piece of jewelry. I can never understand a brother you being I mean? in the hood with all that jewelry on. That don't need to be there. I can never understand a person. That's not against the law. It's no, not against the law, but why? The same way you, y'all say I'm making excuses, y'all be making excuses I, I'm not, too. I'm, I'm not making excuses. I mean, if, if a man works hard, he should be able to do what he wants to do and that drive is, where he should, he should be able to and, and not somebody want to take his life over a piece of metal. We're, we're, we're the only people who think like that. Anybody else that got something to lose knows that they can't be in certain environments, they can't be around certain things and if they are going to be there, they're going to have the proper things in place to protect them. If you can't afford to protect what you have, then you can't afford to have it. 800-585-1051. Let's discuss. We're talking P&B Rock. Of course, he was uh, killed yesterday uh, out in L.A. And we want to send condolences and, and love and healing energy to his family. That's right. We're discussing it. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking P&B Rock. 
He was killed in L.A. yesterday, uh, mm. robbery mm-hmm. for his chain, and we're just discussing it and, and talking about it. First, let's just send, again, healing energy and condolences his to his whole family, family. His, his girlfriend, his, his, his child. And stop blaming his girlfriend yeah, that's so for sharing a location, okay? Because the truth of the matter is, from everybody that I've spoken to in L.A., he shouldn't have been in that location to begin with. I know ruthless hood dudes who don't go over there, from what I was told yesterday. So it's like it's not about her sharing the location. It's about the location, period. And he could have got lined up by anybody in that Roscoe's. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Monaco. Monaco, good morning. I'm calling from Jersey. Good morning, Monaco. I, wanna, I, I totally agree with you, Charlemagne. It's like these artists got to have some type of accountability. Like, California is the mecca of robbery. These artists go out to California all the time, flashing their jewelry and stuff. We lost Pop Smoke out there. Thoughts Walker just tried to get robbed a few days ago. It's like this is a normal occurrence that goes on in Cali. So why would you want to go to a spot where artists is over and over and over again robbed for their jewelry and walking around public like it's Disney World or something? But I also I also feel like a lot of times people get comfortable, right? You, you move to certain areas like LA. It's sunny. It's nice. You see nice things, and people but get you comfortable. You know the, the type of I, culture I, that's going I get on it, out but there. But people people get comfortable. Yeah, I mean, you should never get that comfortable the way you sitting in Inglewood exactly. in a Roscoe. People, you know, when I was there last time, I was staying um, at the one hotel, and I was going across the street to just go get something from Pink Dot, and they told me at the front desk, "Don't go across the street by yourself." That's real. And I was like, "All right." I mean, I'm not from here, so I'm gonna listen to what y'all have to tell me but also i think people get comfortable when nothing ever happens to them right because they don't have anything well he just said somebody tried him the week before too yeah but he never he didn't get robbed it's the difference when you have a conversation because he didn't if he wanted to get robbed they would have robbed his ass but when you don't get robbed and a gun is not in your face when that happens you move differently no matter who it is you talk to any artist that ever got into that situation Mm -hmm. they move militant because they never want it to happen again like fifth shout to 50 cent 50 we all know 50 got shot with nine times nine times nine times Fifth moves differently. That's like, right. Even if you think Fifty's by himself, mm-hmm. he is never by himself because of that situation. It's just, it's just what it is. And, and I guess you know people do get comfortable. And that's why I said if you're gonna be out there like that in areas like that, hire the proper security. And I'm not talking about the homies. I'm talking about Israeli trained former police officers who really know how to handle their business. Hello, who's this? How you doing, it's Lamar? Lamar, come on and talk to us. Good morning. Yeah, honestly, I was sitting here thinking, because I had one train of thought, but then I changed my mind, you know, hearing y'all. You know, I think we, we just need to accept this part of the culture. Like, death is part of life. And I'm thinking, like, in, rap, in the rap culture, it's just part of it, bro. Yikes. You know, we talk about we talk about all the, you know, drugs. Of course, there's haters. We talk about haters. And, and everybody's raps talk about, they, they talk about haters. You know what I mean? So it's part of the rap culture. So we just need to accept the fact that death is just part of rap. You know what I'm saying? Well, I can't well, accept well, that. I'm going to tell you this, my brother. I can't accept I, I, that. I, 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 I think it's part of trauma. You know what I'm saying? And my man Rez Mominicum says all the time, trauma in a people decontextualized over time starts to look like culture. This is not our culture. Sadly, is it's not. This is our trauma, and, and this is and we're projecting our trauma on each other. That's what this is. And, and, and you know, according to documentaries, hip hop started from negative, you know, negative things. You know, so obviously it's going to trickle down into worse. You know, and then we had hip hop, which wasn't really rap. We had hip hop, which was fun rap, you know, fun, you know, music, you know, from disco, whatever. But then rap came along, and then that's where kind of like threw all the whole trauma thing. It, it was trauma 
you know, poetry with our trauma. But then it just, you know, ended up being glorified into like negative glorification. And then now we just we got to just take what we got now, which is I can't accept you know, it, brother. Yeah, and I don't think hip hop started from something negative. I thought I can't was accept out in the it. Park and they were you know, making you. break beats off of old records, and that's how right. hip hop was created. And then, you know, throughout the years, people started talking about their lives. And a lot of our lives was coming from areas which from struggle. And that's where it came from. But it didn't start from negativity and, and beefing and, and foulness, right. you know? Yeah, I, I, can't, I, right. I, I can't accept it because I, in my in my heart of hearts, I know that we can and should do better. As, as people, but that, that as people, but that has nothing to do with rap or hip hop. As people, yes, we need to do better. But the hip hop culture is—I'm not going to separate it from us, but it's not—it's it's its own culture. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's our people. There's other types of people in hip hop, but hip hop is its own culture. And in hip hop, it just so happens that you know there's death that comes with it. I, I think we all look at things differently, right? Like you know, somebody called earlier during "Get It Off Your Chest," and he was like. When I see somebody with a nice car or a nice crib, I feel like they flossing on me, right? We talked about a story a couple of weeks ago. I think Asian Doll was in the club, and the girl was like, yo, I just bought a chain, and her chain was bigger than mine, so I wanted hers. You know, we have to change our mind frame. Like, when I see somebody doing better than me, I, first of all, I applaud it. And then second of all, I, I look at them because I like to see people doing better. Like, the reason I follow Swizz, shout out to Swizz, today's his birthday, happy birthday, Swizz. And I follow Timberland and, and Hove and, and, and Diddy, and some of those people, because I like to see the moves that they make, Tyler Perry, because it encourages me to work harder, encourages me to do the right thing. It's also Tyler Perry's birthday. No, so, hey, happy birthday, yeah. Tyler Perry. <laughs> Who the Tyler so Perry? we have to look at how we look at other people. We shouldn't look at them as our competition. We really should be looking at our people as brothers and, and hope, hoping that they can help us get to that next level. And once again, you're discussing how things should be. Correct. And everything you're saying is absolutely true, but you can't have it both ways because the reality is success breeds envy and jealousy too. Same way that y'all think that y'all inspiring people. Yes, y'all do, but there are some people who are jealous and envious of you as well. And you cannot have one without the other period they they go hand in hand same way you inspiring somebody is the same way you making another person uh jealous and envious they both go hand in hand and if that's uh what you're gonna do you just got to deal with the consequences of the actions that's it well I pray that's the consequences of your success well i pray to god i inspire more people to to, to work hard that's all you can to, do to brother buy real estate and to you know get into their mental health and i i hope that we inspire people to do the correct thing more than than the other side because at the end of the day, you, know, you can't pick and choose though. You're right. It's, it's, you can't. You can't tell somebody whether to be inspired or be jealous and envious. And you got people that will walk up to you and shake your hand and tell you that they're inspired, but the whole time they're plotting on you. That's true. Right, so, right. so the moral of the story for me is, man, once again, situations like this, we have to discuss how things are, not how things should be. If you're operating from the perspective of how things should be, then these things will continue to happen and you're setting yourself up for failure because we have to start moving and responding to these situations based on what we know to be true, not what we want to be true. All right. Well, again, rest in peace to PNB Rock and condolences again to his, his family, his friends, his girlfriend, man. his child and his loved ones. All right. We got we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, and let's talk about Keenan Thompson. He hosted the Emmys. We'll tell you who some of the big winners were, and we'll talk about the BET Hip Hop Awards. Those nominations are in as well. All right. Well, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right. The BET Hip Hop Award nominations have been revealed, and... Uh, leading in the nominations is Drake. He has 14 nominations and Kanye West has 10. 
Uh, the top nominees, uh, Future has eight. Baby Keem, Cardi B, and J. Cole have six each. Doja Cat, Lotto, Lil Durk, Thames, Young Thug, they have three nominations each. Let's talk about a couple of these categories. Song of the Year, who would you give that to? Is it Big Energy, Lotto, FNF, Let's Go, Hit Kid and Glorilla, First Class, Jack Harlow, Hot Ish, Cardi B, Kanye, and Lil Durk, Super Gremlin, Kodak Black, Wait For You, Future featuring Drake and Thames, or Way Too Sexy, Drake featuring Future and Young Thug? I would do Super Gremlin or First Class. I think those records were huge on radio and the clubs. I think Super Gremlin. Hmm, okay. What do you think, Charlamagne? Uh, either super grim or um. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it's based on. Like, I mean, if if, if you've taken what's your it, song of the year for me, it would be super gremlin. But then I would have to give a lot of uh, props to Glorilla too. But I mean, if it's based off charts, it'd probably be uh, the Tims or an I'm Too Sexy record. All right, and nah, for hip hop album of the year, would you first give class, it? I mean. Would you give it to Lotto? Seven 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 Drake Certified Lover Boy Kanye West Donda Future I Never Liked You Pusha T It's Almost Dry Nas King's Disease Two or Kendrick Lamar Mr Morale and the Big Stepper uh, uh, Pusha uh, Pusha Between Kendrick. me is yeah it's between Pusha or Kendrick for me I love the Nas King's Dream too but it's between Pusha and Pusha Kendrick. Kendrick. All right, well, those are just some of the big decisions that will be made for the BET Hip Hop Awards. That's going to uh, be returning on October 4th with Fat Joe hosting. Of shout, shout to uh, Nyla Simone. Man, she drop one of Clues bombs for DJ for Nyla DJ Simone. Of the year. So shout to uh, Nyla Simone. She was in that category with uh, Unbelievable. Drama, uh, K Slay, D Nice, Premiere and the, the L.A. Leakers and L.A. Leakers. Somebody we missing too. What's the, what's the, Kay Tronada. Kay Tronada. That's who it is. Kay Tronada. And shout out to the Breakfast Club who got nominated too. For Best Hip Hop Platform. But Drink mm-hmm. Champ should win that. Drink, Ch- Drink Champ should win Best Hip Hop Platform. By far. A million dollars worth of game is on there too. So drop on the clues box for a million dollars worth of game. But Drink Champ. If, if this is based off, what, 20? This year? What is it based off? When they yeah, do the nominations? Yeah, 2021. Oh, 2022 nominations. Yeah. So what is that based off of 2021? No, it's 2022, so it's okay. It's based off of 2022. I'm still giving it to Drink Champs for best hip-hop platform. Shout out to Nori. I don't care. Right. Whoever wins, they all family, so it's all good with me. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. That's fine. not true. I care. Well, million dollar worth of game, that's family. Yes. Drink and since Champs we talked about it's family. It's only us. between those two. And who else is there? Carisha, please. Uh, Carisha, please. Too early for Carisha. And I love Young Miami's podcast. Too early for Carisha. Who else is there? Complex, Big Boy's Neighborhood, NPR Tiny Desk, and Versus. Million dollars worth of game. Big boy family DX. versus his family. Hip hop DX. We get a lot of stories. And, and, and once again, shout out to hip hop DX. And once shout again. out to Fat Joe again. He's hosting that, but he also has a, a pilot uh, that's being ordered by Stars. It's mm-hmm. going to be produced by Diddy and LeBron James's Spring Hill. So he's going to be doing an interview series. So shout, shout out to, to Fat Joe. Joe. Crack! <laughs> he said, with Puff, LeBron, the incredible team at Stars, and myself teaming up, you have a dream team that is guaranteed to produce TV gold. Hosting a show has always been a dream of mine, and I'm thankful for everyone who helped make it a reality. Drop on the clues, bond for Fat Joe. Shout out to Fat Joe, man. I, lo- I love Fat Joe. I love his family. Good morning, Joey Crack. Joey Crack is a good person. Shout out to my brother, Fat Joe. Yes. And also, make sure you can, you can go to BET.com and vote for uh, these categories. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I voted for Nyla Simone yesterday. Drop on the clues bonds for Nyla Simone. And I voted for uh, Drink Champs for Best Hip Hop Platform. I haven't gone through the rest of them yet, though. Okay. But make All sure right. you go to BET.com and uh, vote for who you want to win those those categories. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll get to the Emmy Awards in the next hour, but that is your rumor report. All right. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? 
Man, four after the hour, man. We've been talking about uh, people doing desperate things for money. Uh, let's continue that conversation. We need this man named Donald Kirkland from Tennessee to come to the front of the congregation. we like to have a word with him. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for Donkey of the Day. <laughs> I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet out his mouth. If you gotta say something you may not agree with, doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That don't, 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 don't. Donkey of the Day right there. <laughs> the, the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call me the Donkey of the Day, but, like, I mean no harm. I'm gonna keep this one brief, man, because this is just... Listen, donkey of the day for Tuesday, September 13th, goes to a man in Knoxville, Tennessee, named Donald Kirkland. Donald Kirkland is accused of stealing TVs from Walmart. At some point, we are just going to have to accept uh, the fact that the gap between the haves and have-nots is wide as hell, okay? And poverty, or should I say uh, lack, okay, meaning lack of income, leads people to do things like Donald Kirkland did. Now, I remember a time when folks would steal out of a place like Walmart and bring those TVs right to the hood. Okay, expeditiously. But Donald must not have a hood to go to. Either that or he needed that money ASAP. So he couldn't wait because he picked a very uh, peculiar, did I say that word right? Peculiar, peculiar place to sell those TVs. <sighs> Let's go to CBS 8 for the report, please. The man is in custody after Knoxville police say he stole televisions from a Walmart and then tried to sell them in a nearby parking lot. Police say Donald Kirkland told officers he stole three TVs, a karaoke machine, and camping equipment from the Walmart on Chapman Highway on Saturday. Officers say he then tried to sell them in a parking lot near the store. Police say Kirkland tried to run away but eventually was arrested. He's charged with theft. Did you hear what, what just happened? Play it again one more time. Right? I don't think y'all heard what happened. Play it again. The man is in custody after Knoxville police say he stole televisions from a Walmart and then tried to sell them in a nearby parking lot. Stop police right there. say Donald. <laughs> y'all can keep acting like y'all dealing with people who have common sense all y'all want. Okay. I think some of y'all think common sense is contagious and it's not. These people are nuts. Okay. I know what's going on out here in these streets. All right. This is not the earth I grew up in. All right, something is making folks stupid. Humans have always been stupid, but the levels of stupidity that we see in our society nowadays is insane. Donald stole three TVs, a karaoke machine, and camping equipment from Walmart. And clearly he set up a tent in the parking lot of Walmart and camped out to sell these hot items because ain't no way. Why would you steal out of Walmart and then go in the parking lot of Walmart to sell the same things you just stole? We need to have a collective conversation about how to restore order, man. I would rather y'all not steal at all. I would rather you go get a job. But if you are going to steal, there's rules to stealing. And I would think sitting in a parking lot, the same parking lot of the store you stole from, that's not the proper procedure for stealing. All right? <sighs> Some donkey today just sell themselves. Please give uh, Donald Kirkland the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, no, you are. Oh, Shut up. No, you are the donkey. Mm. Of the day, Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. All right. You know how I know I'm far removed from a lot of things because I don't even know these people anymore. I used to know these people. I know. Remember, we used to get those calls like, "Hey, man, got some, got some TVs oh. or some road." I don't even know these people anymore. 
Not that I would ever That's buy hot thing. items. Yeah, you should never buy hot items. I would items. never. I That's might buy some. The law. I'll buy some warm ones. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't buy anything hot. That's it's against the law, sir. But also, you, you know, you didn't. You know, did you really buy stolen items if you didn't know they were stolen? Possession of stolen property is. Yeah. But if you didn't know, how could you not know? I didn't know. This guy pulled up. He had everything. So little Joey had 13 60-inch plasma televisions. Little Joey, congratulations! Little Joey made these in his garage. That's what he told me. <laughs> he made them in his garage. That's what he told hey, me. Hey, say Sony. Okay, I thought it said Joey. I'm, I can't you know read. You know what? I got a 12th grade education you know from Berkeley High School in Moscow, South Carolina. My eye, I'm getting older. My eyes are deceiving me. I thought oh it said gosh. Joey. I didn't know it said Sony. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. I for actually that. thought it said So NY. You told me he's from so Brooklyn. NY. He's like, so he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> you told me he was from Brooklyn. You said, I thought it was So NY. So I had no NY. idea. Okay. okay. All right. I got you. All Remember, right. we used to know these people. Yep. We used to know these people. Not no more. No, I don't even know who they are That's anymore. That's a good thing. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, well, clearly, we, he don't know anybody either. If he's still trying to sell the stuff outside of wall, inside of Walmart, that's just dumb. Out. Come on, man. Dumb. Go back to the block. Well, don't do it at all. That's what I should have said. <laughs> don't do it at all. <laughs> don't do it at all. All right. Now, when we come back, we got to talk. Uh, Doctor Oz was in the news uh, uh, about a week ago. That's right. And he was talking uh, cousin about sex. Kissing cousins. Let the record know that was an interview that the Breakfast Club did in 2014. I see all you white uh, mainstream shows saying morning radio show. You better give the Breakfast Club his goddamn credit, okay? Let's hear it. He said, yeah, I can't stop smashing my cousin. We hooked up at a young age, and now in our 20s, she still wants it. No matter how much I want to stop, I always give it to her. Help me. Now, what well, advice would you give that person? Uh, if you're uh, more than a first cousin away, it's not a big problem. Okay, so second cousin. <laughs> yeah. You know what's so funny? Because I knew that. Yeah. How did you know that? Because you I'm smashed from the country. Yes, third you cousins? Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. Because oh, if they're first cousins, you might end up with a kid with like Down syndrome or something. Well, it's, not, it's not that. You, you, uh, you, so every family has genetic strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And so the reason we naturally crave people who are not so like us is because mm -hmm. you just have to mix the gene pool up a little bit. So that if I have one gene for, let's say, hemophilia, which is a classic example, where you bleed a lot mm -hmm. if you catch yourself. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to marry a cousin has the same hemophilia gene because the chance of our child having both those genes is much higher. Okay. But for you know, for the vast majority of problems, that you know, it's not an issue. What in the country are we talking about this morning? First of all, drop on the clues bonds for the Breakfast Club catalog. The Breakfast Club catalog is incredible. All right, just wait until this Breakfast Club documentary drop. We got 13 years of that type of stuff. What in the all country right? are we talking about this morning? Dr. Oz said that it's okay for you to sleep with your second. No, what did he say? What did he say? Cousin. Second and third cousins? Yeah. Second is wild. That's wild. <laughs> so, what, so, what is second the question? Is Have wild. you ever slept with your second cousin? Is that what we asked? I mean, you? Do you, what do you think about what Dr. Oz said? Because listen, don't act like y'all ain't never done some hunching with your cousin. Never. Okay. <laughs> I never did no hunching. Never. I ain't, I'm, when I say y'all, I'm talking to the listeners out oh, there. We okay? here too. Clearly, we there's clearly there's people out there that have done this, and you know, for all we know, that might get Doctor Oz more bo more votes in Pennsylvania. Eight hundred five eight five. There's parts of Pennsylvania where I know some cousin sex was happening. Have you ever humped your cousin or did something with your cousin? I know the product of cousin that, sex when I see. That's the question. Brandon, have you? Oh no, he said no. <laughs> Just asking that. Eddie? No. Philly? No. No. Nick? No, Charlemagne? Not that I know of. <laughs> Not that I know of. 800-585-1051. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I know you have it. Definitely not. Let's, let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Dr. Oz. He was up here. 
and um, he said this. Uh, if you're uh, more than a first cousin away, it's not a big problem. Okay, so second cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know it's so funny because I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know that? Because you I'm smashed from the it. country. So every family has genetic strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And so the reason we naturally crave people who are not so like us is because mm -hmm. you just have to mix the gene pool up a little bit. So that if I have one gene for, let's say, hemophilia, which is a classic example where you bleed a lot mm -hmm. if you catch yourself. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to marry a cousin who has the same hemophilia gene because the chance of our child having both those genes is much higher. Okay. But for you know, for the vast majority of problems, that, you know, it's not an issue. Now, get it some damn context, okay? Dr. Oz was here in 2014, okay? This was 2014. Now, Dr. Oz is running for uh, a Senate seat in Pennsylvania. Correct. And they are using this against him. You know, this is, this is an ad. Uh, a Fetterman, who he's running against, used this in a campaign Dr. ad. Dr. Oz is like, why did I come up to the Why did I come to the breakfast club? <laughs> well, Dr. Oz has been there a million times. Yeah. But, I mean, anybody that was in entertainment that makes the move to politics is going to have, you know, this kind of stuff in their 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 background. They just are. But the moral of the story is give the Breakfast Club their goddamn credit when y'all be reporting oh this God. story. I don't want to hear morning radio show, okay? It's the Breakfast Club. So I guess right? the, I guess the question is have you ever smashed or had relations with a family member, like a cousin? See, I don't like why do you do that? I don't like when you do this. Why? Why? We're why? talking about cousins. They ain't no family member. Okay? <laughs> Anybody said nothing about no family member. It's cousin. Although I did see a story recently about uh a brother and sister, I guess they <sighs> were both adopted. Did you see that story? I did see that. And yes. they, yeah. I don't and believe And then they that. did a DNA test and it turns out they're brother and sister. Yeah, I didn't, they I, already been dating. I think they lied. So I want you to think about it. Have you ever had anything with a, with a cousin, a kiss or anything? Listen, I'm from the country. I'm from Mount Corner, South Carolina, raised on a dirt road. It's almost like everybody cousins. You know what I'm saying? And I've heard uh, a million of these stories before. Kevin Gates. Yeah, I've heard Kevin Gates say that, but I've heard these stories personally, like when, you know, especially when you're from the country, because you be having third, fourth, and fifth cousins. The reality of the situation is, I don't know anything after first cousins. I only know first cousins. After first cousins, I don't know what number falls to what. Do you really, who in this room really knows their third cousin? I don't. That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know who my third cousin just, is, my fourth cousin. I just recently found out a couple of years ago that Five Mikes is my cousin. Mm. Oh, yeah, he definitely told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's been. <laughs> Did I hit? No! I don't know you. I heard Sorry. that. <laughs> Sorry, Five Mikes, that you got dragged into this. <laughs> five Mikes. I don't know what no. you're trying to say, bro. Is it Sky Zoo your cousin? Sky Zoo is my cousin. Did you hit? <laughs> no, it don't work for me, brother. <laughs> right? Sky Zoo is my cousin, but I've met Sky Zoo in Monk's Corner. You know what I'm saying? Like that I wasn't in New York. I'm in five months. Oh yeah, in New you're York. right. You're right. I but would I... say my mom is from Montserrat. It's a small island, and every time I I just ran into somebody in the airport, we're like, "What's your last name?" That's how you know if you're related because the island's so small. All right. Well, let's go to the... hello. Who's this? Hello. Hey, this is John. John, what's up? You had some relations with your cousin, bro? Yeah, I mean, I'm still f to this day. You can't curse. Right. Okay. You can't curse. What cousin? First cousin, second cousin. What is it? God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you guys consider this. It's my my mom's cousin's daughter, so that second cousin, first cousin, all the. See, that's wild. See, when you when you, when you say your mom's cousin daughter, I don't know where that falls in the gene that's pool. That's kind of weird. Where you from? No, it's yeah, not. So it's second cousin. I'm from Miami, I'm, but I'm half Puerto Rican, half white. Okay. White, my mom's Puerto Rican. Now we get into the root of why everybody in Florida is so crazy. Why? Family yeah, incest. <laughs> okay, but that's weird. Your what is what what is your mother's cousin's daughter to you? What is that? Your mother's cousin's daughter? I don't know. That's don't what I'm know. saying. I don't know what that. What is that to you? I don't know. I don't know. Hello, who's this? This D. D. What's up? What's going on? 
You ever uh, had any relationships with a uh, cousin? I ain't never had no, no, no love relationship, but I done had sex with one or two cousins. <laughs> Stop laughing at this man and let him tell his story. That's why nobody wants to share with you, Envy. Tell us the story, <laughs> I sir. I had no love relationship, but I, I had sex. What happened? How you end up having sex with your cousin? We was like kids playing and like teenagers coming up and they, they made all the children sleep together. Hold on, was y'all hunching or like actually like sleeping with each other, penetrating? Wow. I don't penetrate it in. I don't play it in the vagina. I started playing in the vagina. What is going? All right, see, that's not even a situation where you didn't know y'all was now related. What, yeah, yeah. yeah what number do. cousin? This this had to be like your first cousin or something, ain't he? No, 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 no. That had to be like I'm uh, my mom had me young, so I don't go with cousin like four, five years older. That's still your cousin, even though yeah, they're four, I five mean, years older than you. What number cousin, sir? He don't know. Like um, my mama generation cousin. Okay, let me get it. This is why, this why it gets confusing. I how, just don't how, know. Are y'all, how are y'all related is the question that we're asking. Like, how is that your cousin? Is it your mother's sister's child? Like, who is it? No, like one of my mama Hutchie kids or one of my, I had an uncle had 37 kids. Wow. Like a lot of kids would be on Easter. 35 like that. kids? See, that's where it gets confusing, oh, right? Cause, Thank you, bro. Cause, because if, if it's your mama or daddy's cousin, Oh what is that that's person second, to you? That's your second cousin. Is it? Yeah, I just looked it up. If Okay, so if it's your mama's Your cousin, mom's cousin's child is your second cousin, but no removed added because you share the same great-grandparents. But what if it's like a, what if it's like your mom's second cousin? What if it's like your mom's second or third cousin? It's got to be... I would think that it got that would have to be your mom's first cousin for it to be your second cousin. Right? Right. So what if what if it's not first cousin? What if it's Maybe like... it's your third cousin. What if it's your mom's second... What if it's just some person your mom calls cousin? And what is Hutchinson? What? You just said, you, were you Hutchinson? Hunching. What is hunching? Huh. Hunching is not Stay having right sex, but grinding. That's hunching. Like, Stay right there. No, hunching no, and no, humping no, is no, the no, same no, thing. No, 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 no. no. I'm going to show no, you. No, no, I don't want to know. I'm going to no. show you, You're not going to show me, no, no. King, I'm going to show Envy, you. Envy, 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 call his bluff. No, I'm not calling his bluff. Call his bluff. No, he's going to do it. I don't know. I know, you can't see. Call his bluff. Don't touch me, don't touch me. Don't touch me. No, you can't tell me. See how you backing it up on Envy? Yes, yes. That's hunching. You turn around. All right. Hey, all you got to do is turn around. All right. You guys, I just want to say you can't do this. 800 He said no. 105. I said no three times. 800-585-105. You did not say no. You stood up and threw your ass to Eddie. I didn't know. So clearly you wanted Eddie to hunt you. He's calling Eddie Charlie. Eddie's last name is F. (laughs) That means fornicate, first cousin. (laughs) My goodness. 800-585-1051. Have you ever had relationships with your uh, cousins? First cousin, second cousin, third cousin. (laughs) It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Dr. Oz. He came on the program uh, a year ago or so, and this made headlines recently. Why did it make headlines, Charlamagne? I thought it was like eight years ago. Oh, maybe it was This was years. 2014. <laughs> it made headlines on, that Dr. Abby. Oz is now running for senator of uh, Pennsylvania, so um, his opponent, Fetterman, is using this in ads against him. Plus, it was a big story last week. Everybody was just talking about... I actually read a story where they said Dr. Oz needs to erase his internet history. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. 
They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Which we all wish we probably could do. And this is one of the things that came up. Him saying that it's okay to have sex with your cousin. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This DJ from Tampa. Hey, what's up, brother? What's going on? How y'all doing, Breakfast Club? We're doing Blessed good. Black and Holly Favorite. How you doing, DJ? How many times you had sex with your cousin, bro? Uh, one time. But it wasn't technically my cousin. Okay. Explain. Explain it was my please. brother's cousin. It was my brother's cousin. So, so you're not blood related. Is your stepbrother? Really my brother, me and him got the same mom. So his cousin used to grow up with us. 
you know, we used to play house, you know, she she was a mommy, I was a daddy. You know, we used to do all that crazy stuff in there. As we got older, probably like around 19, then she, uh, yeah, she came at me. And, you know, it went down. How'd that make you feel? I ain't feel nothing on it. I just wanted to make it happen because I was tired of playing house back in the day. Oh, okay. When she when she when she, when when she called you now, you say, "What's up, family?" <laughs> I still say, "Cuzzo." Jesus oh Christ! Sick world. That's when people be like, "It's wow. like my cousin." If you call a cuzzo, that's wild, bro. <laughs> that's wild. I don't know what else to call her. You right? Jesus Christ! What's up, cousin? You can't sleep with your cousin. Then say, "What's up, cousin?" Hello. Who's this? Oh. Hey, hey, this is Ebony. How y'all doing? Hey, hey Ebony. Ebony. You sound like the product of a first cousin relationship. <laughs> uh-uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> no. no, but let me tell y'all real quick, though. Like, I'm from Florida, but I stay in Georgia, so like... I'm, I'm noticing a pattern. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All the cousin <laughs> fornicators are in Florida. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but when I was younger, yes, my cousins did used to try to, like, punch on me. For you new school people, when I say that, I mean with the clothes on. And so, like, um, as we're older now, I'm not going to lie. Like, they've kind of, like, not tried to sleep with me, but, you know, kind of gave me the eye. And I'm like, nah, because, like, don't even try it. But I'm telling you, I feel like if I fed into it, then I could be able to sleep with my cousin if it was up to me, you know. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you have the wherewithal to say nah, because. And, you know, do you know that this city slicker in here, this little beige bastard DJ Envy just asked me what is hunching? Really? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what that anyway, is. It's the same thing as humping. You say humping. But, I mean, hunting, come on. Back in the day, we already know we clothes on, hump, hump, whatever. We thought we was grown, but. That's right. Come on. Nah, we always just said humping, but all right. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right. Now, what's the moral of the story? There is no moral to this story, clearly. This, this story has no morals. All right? <laughs> I don't know what to say, uh, you know. To each his own. But this is why no. this is why people think that, you know, they using this to attack Dr. Oz. But the reality is there's a lot of people out here who've, you know, been in this situation. And what he said is rings true for a lot of people. He was like, yo, if it's, you know, third or fourth cousin, hey, to some people it's fair game. I think uh, Dr. Oz is talking about genetically too, right? Like, would that affect anything? I don't know. But I would say the moral of the story is, Try not to have sex with your cousin. Okay. I guess he doesn't agree. <laughs> Who? You! I don't disagree. Okay. I don't think you should have sex with your cousin. Right. I just know that some of this stuff is complicated. It's not as easy. Like, once again, we don't even know anything past first cousin. You had to Google which second cousin was. You know what I mean? So it's like... I, but you, you know when you're related to somebody. Do you? I mean, if you do, I can see if you don't know, but if you know you're related to someone, don't have sex. Yeah, with yeah, them. if you know, exactly. That's the moral exactly. of the story. Exactly. exactly. Right. exactly. You know we're related, don't have sex. Exactly. With that person. Well, we got rumors on the way. Uh, rumors on the way. Yo, why are you flustered? I'm just, y'all are crazy. Because he want to get hunched. <laughs> what? With his clothes on. Yo, shut up. <laughs> All right, yes, uh, we have rumors <laughs> on the way. Fire. And we didn't get to talk about the Emmys, but we'll tell you who won big at the Emmys. We'll talk about Kenan Thompson hosting and some, quote, controversial moments. Okay, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. 
And before we get to these performances, Ray J has another performance tonight. He said, he posted uh, from the rumor report, Ray J goes off on Kris Jenner and Kim Kardashian, threatens to sue. He said, that was just the appetizer. Stay tuned for the pre-dinner tonight, live in New York City, clear my name. He's not done yet. If he's in New York, why didn't we call him and tell him to come up here? He's been he in did. New York. Yeah. He called? Yeah, he did hit me, hit me over the weekend. Did you hit him back? Of course I hit him back. Yeah, Is he coming? in New York. I don't know. He said he wanted to. Sure. All right, well, we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, but now let's talk about the Emmys, the 74th Emmy Awards. And it was, of course, hosted by Kenan Thompson. Some of the big winners for the night, congratulations to Cheryl Lee Ralph. She, she celebrated her Emmy win for Abbott, Ale- Abbott Elementary. And uh, she did a song, and here's what she had to say also. Who has ever, ever had a dream and thought your dream wasn't, wouldn't, couldn't come true. I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. This is what striving looks like. And don't you ever, ever give up on you because if you get a Quinta Brunson in your corner, hey. if you get a husband like mine in your corner, hey. if you get children like mine mm-hmm. in your corner, hey. and if you've got friends like everybody who voted for me, cheered for me, love me, thank you. Dropping clues bonds with Shirley Roth. Man, I absolutely was, love Abbott Elementary. This is, his, this is her first ever Emmy nomination and win. She was nominated for seven Emmys. Well, Abbott Elementary was nominated for seven Emmys at this year's ceremony. So congratulations to her for that. She's been actually in entertainment since the 70s. You know, it's a fun fact, and I saw uh, Jack A. Harry post this last night. Shirley Ralph was supposed to play Jack A. Harry on 227. Jack A. Harry is the first black woman to ever win an Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actress, and now, full circle, Shirley Ralph wins an Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actress. Congratulations to her. Absolutely. Now, also, congratulations to Zendaya. She also uh, won an Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. That's Mm -hmm. her second career Emmy win in that category. And here's what she had to say. To all the incredible actresses in this category, I'm so honored to be beside you. Thank you to the incredible, incredible cast and crew of Euphoria. Thank you for making such a safe space to make this this very difficult show. Um, I, I love you all so much. Thank you to the Academy. Thank you to my friends and family. Thank you to Sam for sharing Rue with me. Um, thank you for believing in me, and even in moments where I didn't believe in myself. And, and then lastly, I just want to say, um, you know, my greatest wish for, for Euphoria was that it could help heal people. I want you to know that anyone who has loved a Rue or um, feels like they are a Rue, I want you to know that I'm so grateful for your stories and I carry them with me and I carry them with her. So thank you so much. Dropping a clue bombs for Zendaya. Very well deserving. And Keenan Thompson has some jokes uh, for Zendaya as well. Uh, Zendaya is here from Euphoria. Hello, Zendaya. Zendaya just turned 26 last week. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, 26 is a weird age in Hollywood. I mean, you're young enough to play a high school student, but you're too old to date Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio, they make jokes that, you know, he likes younger women in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, in addition to that, Quinta Brunson, congratulations to her as well. 
Now, here's what she had to say when she won her Emmy. And by the way, uh, people were upset about the fact that Jimmy Kimmel was laying at her feet. There was a was sketch where he, was, where he was drunk off of skinny margaritas, and he stayed on stage the whole time. She actually had to step over him uh, to get her Emmy. It's her first ever Emmy for Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series. That's lame as hell, man. And I mean, you got to get out the way and uh, let people have their moment. Here's what she said. Jimmy, wake up. I won. Okay, hold my phone. I want to say thank you to ABC, to Disney, to Fox, and to Warner Brothers. Um, I need to say thank you to Justin and Patrick, my co-showrunners, for believing in a, in a story from four years ago and thinking that it would make a good TV show. And um, I do want to thank Larry Wilmore for teaching me uh, to write television as well as he did. And in case I am not back up here again, I have to thank my mom, my dad, my brothers and sisters, and I need to thank my wonderful husband because he's the most supportive man I've ever known and my incredible cast and crew for helping me to make this show and make the pilot. Thank you. Right. Yeah, Quinta should not have had to share that moment with Jimmy Kimmel. She, Jimmy should have gotten his ass up. She spoke about it afterwards backstage, and here's what she had to say about him being at her feet and whether or not she was upset. I know Jimmy Kimmel, and I don't know. I felt like the bit didn't bother me that much. I don't know what the internet thinks, but I I don't know. I know him. Honestly, it was kind of Jimmy gave me my first like big late night spot and was one of the first people to see Abbott and one of the first people he Instagram messaged me that he saw this comedy and thought it was one of the greatest comedies of all time and he was so excited it was going to be on ABC. So I think in that moment I was just really happy that it was that it was Jimmy up there. I, I kind of consider him one of the the comedy godfathers. I'm a huge fan of Will Arnett. So I was wrapped up in the moment. I don't know. Tomorrow maybe I'll be mad at him. <laughs> I'm gonna be on his show on Wednesday, so I might punch him in the face. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I understand all of that, but that was disrespectful. Jimmy shouldn't have did that. Like you gotta let the gag go. Let her have her moment. As soon as the win is announced, move out the way, bro. Absolutely. Like she shouldn't have to step over you. Come on, man. Now, I, now you in all the promo pictures. All the pictures they took of her with her MEU and all of them. Like, right. that's why. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. And salute to uh, Lizzo and Gerard Carmichael. Yes. They won as well. Mm -hmm. Lizzo, watch out for the big girls. All right. The People's Choice Mix is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for a positive note. Uh, the positive note is simply this. Well, first of all, I want to tell everybody, man, uh, salute to everyone who has been RSVPing to go to the Mental Wealth Expo on October 8th. You know, I'm doing my second annual Mental Wealth Expo at the Marriott Marquis Times Square in New York City. It's a free event. All you have to do is go to mentalwealthexpo.com and uh, register to be there. Uh, we're going to be announcing some more people that uh, will be on the bill uh, really, really soon. Right now, we have uh, Nadra Tawab Glover. We have Dr. Alfie Breland Noble. We have Dr. Spirit. I got my guy Wallow from the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. Him and my man Shaka Sinkor are having a conversation about uh, the effects of the prison system on your mental health. And our keynote speakers are Sarah Jake Roberts and Pastor Torre Roberts, okay? So October 8th, Saturday, October 8th, Marriott Marquis Times Square, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., my second annual Mental Wealth Expo. It is a day of mental health education and healing, okay? Okay, just go to mentalwealthexpo.com uh, to register. And the positive note is simply this. Um, the most common way that people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. 
But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. 